Hello and welcome to a special Big Recon on Sports podcast live event previewing the 2020 World Series between, believe it or not, the two best teams in baseball all year. In the American League, we have the American League champion Tampa Bay Rays, and in the National League, the unsurprising Los Angeles Dodgers. My special, my two special guests tonight. First is Alex from Row 7 Podcast. Alex, welcome in again. Thank you, thank you. Baseball episode, had to have you here. Got to give a shout out to our boy Tone. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it tonight, so we're going to do another baseball episode once this is all over. Kind of recap the 2020 season, get into who we think are going to win all the awards, and preview free agency, because Hot Stove's going to be a lot different, especially after COVID. So, Alex, I told you I had a special guest host. And it's somebody I think you'll know. Ready? Yes, that's right. I picked up my cardboard cutout from City Field on Saturday. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, and there's going to be one of me in the horseshoe at Ohio State. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they're doing those. Listen, 70 bucks and they're going to mail it to me. No, it's 50 bucks for the thing, 20 bucks for them to mail it to me. This one, uh, Zach, who you met off camera before we started, and my daughter, Caitlin, we went down Saturday, picked this up. Uh-huh. It was literally drive into Queens. Pick the thing up, drive home. Simple enough. Yeah, it really is. As the two cats are fighting off screen. All right, so we're going to get into the 2020 World Series, which, by the way, could we have had a more contrasting LCS on either side? Yeah. Um, in the first LCS, um, we had Tampa Bay almost pull a Yankee. And blow the uh, the 3-0 lead in the series. Did you ever think uh, Houston was going to win that series? I got I got kind of dicey at the end. I, I was a little nervous for Tampa because I was just like, you're, you're there. You need one game. What, what are you doing? I, 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 I think I tweeted at, at the organization. I was like, are you going to blow this? Because you did, and I liked it, by the way. Um <laughs> because I'm sitting here going, no, you can't take this from me. You can't take this from me. It's the one thing I have on Yankee fans. You cannot take this from me. Uh-huh. So, I don't know if you saw, Glasnow's pitching game one, Blake Snell's pitching game two. Uh-huh. I like it. I really do. Now we go to the other side. Could the Dodgers have hit more home runs? Hang on a sec. Go take care of them, please. The animals. Um, sorry, the animals are having their argument right now. Um, so, the uh, could we have had more home runs hit by the Los Angeles Dodgers? I mean, if they're going to live and die by the home run, they better you know they better pack extra bats because they're going to need them for sure. They are going to need them for sure. And the other thing about that too is I don't know if you saw Bellinger hurt his shoulder with one of the. Uh, was it the bat flip or was it the uh, the it was elbow? A, a celebration with uh, Kike Hernandez is what did it. Is he going to play? He is going to play, but from what I what he said earlier, I guess in like uh, press conferences, that he had he like separated it a couple times, like it popped out a couple times in previous games. So I'm guessing he's just kind of go playing with it, you know, probably a little bit of discomfort, you know, probably a couple cortisone shots. But my understanding, he's playing. Good, because I, I love watching him play. I, I really do. And I got to tell you, um, the thing that uh, kind of made me think about him, and of course Mookie Betts with the defensive plays of the series, you know it was 14 years ago today Andy Chavez made that catch? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Just see that stamp. I know memories, man. Memories. Yadier Molina. Um, so, <laughs> so we had the conflicting styles. Now Tampa didn't play really the long ball to the last game, but as Arena, of course, hit the big dinger to get it started. Wins the ALCS MVP. Um, I gotta tell you, I was surprised Corey Seager had so much pop in his bat this series. I'm surprised, but I, I think he's really kind of coming into his own because he was supposed to be that guy for the Dodgers. So maybe it's taken a couple of years for him to kind of take off, but, you know, they need him, you know, and they need him to stay hot. I agree. And how good is that Dodger farm system? Oh, boy. I mean, the rich get richer. That's usually how it works, you know? Yeah, you know, I when I look at their their lineup, top to bottom, and you know what? Let's skip that part of it. Let's dive into what we're looking at in this World Series. Again, it's the two winningest teams in the 60-game abbreviated season. Uh, Tampa, of course, wins the American League East. They win the Division Series, beating... Um, who did they beat? Wow, it feels like so, so long ago. It really does. Oh, Hold on, I got it right here. Uh, they beat Toronto in the Division Series. Again, they're going to be around for years. Um, and then they do the thing that everybody wanted them to do, which is take care of the New York Yankees. Uh, and then I got to tell you just real quick on that. I'm sitting here with my mother-in-law the night of game five and we're watching it. And the minute Brousseau hit that ball off of Chapman, I said it was gone. Uh-huh. It was gone. I was a shot. Uh-huh. So they take care of the Yankees. And then of course the thriller in seven games against the Houston Astros. I can tell you what though. Houston proved to me in this postseason run that no matter what those guys were doing when they did it, that is a very, very deep lineup. And believe it or not, even without Verlander, they're a really good rotation. Yeah, that that, uh, Framber, what's his thing? Oh, I know you're talking about. It's the kid who pitched last year in the World Series against Washington. He's a stud. He's going to be. He needs some polish. I think working on the secondary stuff with him, being able to throw it for strikes in any count is going to help him. But, yeah, he's going to be a stud. He's like, what, 23? Probably in that area, which, you know, the way he was kind of holding down the the, uh, the race in a couple of those games was like, wow. Yeah. This kid's good. Um, I see Charlie Morton came back to bite him. That, I mean, that was kind of inevitable. That was vintage Charlie Morton right there. Oh, he is so good. He was... And then in the Atlanta series, I, or the Dodgers Atlanta series, I got to be honest. I am not a, I hate Atlanta. I, I can't stand them because I'm a Met fan. But I'll tell you what, Freddie Freeman is an absolute monster. Oh boy! And he's got cute kids. Um, his wife tweeted out, "I'm if this series goes any longer, I'm going to miss my own baby shower." I did, I did see that, <laughs> and I and I replied to her. I was like, "Dedicated to the game." I like where your head's at. Um, but I tell you what, that kid, is it Pache that's in center field now? Yes. He's good. He's got a cannon. Oh boy. He, he can, it looks like he's going to be a solid hitter, but his defense is going to be up there at the top. And you're going to, and they can use Inciarte as a, as a trade chip to get a back end of the bullpen. Cause Melanson, as good as he is, he's getting up there. He is. He is. I'll give him Edwin I, Diaz for a bucket of balls. I heard, uh, I, somebody tweeted out something the other day about, uh, a comparison between Pache and Andrew Jones is like, let's not go that far just yet in terms of defense. But if he can get there, 
that's that's some good yeah, good standing right there. I, I wouldn't put anybody in Andrew Jones's category except maybe Griffey and Willie Mays and Beltron. But right. I, I can see the comparisons because when Jones came up, um, he was more lauded for his arm uh-huh. than he was for his his ability to go get it was always there. But he, he was people shocked. They were shocked by his arm. This The throw he made last night that almost got Muncie, there's not a lot of guys in center field who can make that throw. Right. 100%. So let's dive into the World Series. The Series that we both thought our teams would have a real legitimate shot at. Only yours got to the playoffs and mine didn't go anywhere near it. Like I said before we previewed the playoffs, I got a new owner. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> so let's get into what you and I both believe makes October baseball the greatest, and that is the pitching on both sides. Um, I don't know about you. I have the rotations as even. I think for every Walker Bueller, there's a Tyler Glass now. For every Clayton Kershaw, there is a Blake Snell. I think the back end of the Tampa rotation is where they're going to have the uh, the um, the advantage, but the top end is almost exactly even. If that's if Kershaw's healthy, right? And Urias is not going to be available probably till game two. After last night, going to three innings, at least. So, what do you think? Where do you got the rotations at? I'm right there with you, too. I think they're even as well, too. But considering that we know the matchup tomorrow, Glasnow against Kershaw. Oh. So here's, here's, here's my take, okay? If Kershaw is going to show up, I, I need to see vintage Kershaw. I need him to go five, six, seven plus strong and not fall apart like he's done in the past playoffs. If you want the ultimate redemption, this is it. You're game one. You're the ace. Go get it. That's, that's that's all I have to say. Oh, no, I agree with you 100%. Um, it seems to me, and I don't know because I didn't watch a lot of the Dodgers this year. As a matter of fact, I fell asleep last night on the couch watching Game 7. Uh, by the way, I love Will Smith. Oh, yeah. I, I, I never heard of him until the home run the other night off of Will Smith. And I saw him last night. Did you watch it at all last night or were you doing other stuff? No, I did. Inside out in that ball to right field uh-huh. to drive in the two runs. I was floored because I'm watching that, and Anderson was throwing well. He didn't pitch bad. No, he did not. He had a lot of long counts, which killed him. But for whatever reason, especially this year, long counts are killing pitchers into the fourth inning for some reason. Right. So the long counts killed him. But I don't think anybody else in the ballpark or me even sitting on the couch I didn't think for a minute he was going to try an inside out and inside fastball. I thought he was going to take strike one. Hat, hat off. Exactly. Kudos to him because for him going inside out on that pitch, and it was a tough pitch. It I was. was. Like, okay. Yeah. Well deserved. Score the runs. Exactly. He deserved it. Exactly. The Dodgers left a lot of runs on the table last night. So did Atlanta. They they both did. Yes. Howie Rose tweeted out today. It was a great game. The Mets broadcaster. But Atlanta left three chances to win the pennant on the base pass. And you and I both know from watching baseball, from you cannot give a team an extra chance in October. I was sitting there watching the game next to my wife, and we were just like, you know, she, she was kind of pulling for the Dodgers, and I, was, and I was right there with her as well, too. I was just like, they're leaving too many guys on base. And this thing in baseball is you leave guys on base, it's a death sentence at the end of the game when you hit, when you hit the ninth inning. It really is. Um... So, no, I hear you. I I saw, I watched some of the highlights today, 
And I went, what, what are they doing? But the play bets made on Freddie Freeman. I mean, that... It changed the, it changed the entire complexity of the game. It did. It really did. Um, the one he made the other night when he threw... Well, if he would have left on time, he would have thrown um, Ozuna out at the plate. If you were to pick an X factor for this series, and we'll get back into the different levels of each team, if you were to pick an X factor, is Mookie Betts your X factor? One for the Dodgers. For the Dodgers. For the Dodgers, I'm saying he's one of my X factors. Another one who was a notable player on the on the roster, and he had made an impact yesterday. But Kike Hernandez. Yes. Kike Hernandez for me is kind of a plug and play kind of guy. You're your utility guy. You can play him anywhere in the outfield, anywhere in the infield. But he can hit, and he can clutch hit, and obviously we see he has some power for for him to crank a couple bombs. So for me, he's kind of like that under-the-radar guy outside of your Muncie, Ballinger, Betts, you know, Seager kind of guys. He's someone to keep an eye on for sure. Now, who's playing second base for them? For the Dodgers? Who is playing second base for them? That's a good question. I don't know who's their, who's their starting second baseman. Because I know Kike did not start yesterday. Chris Taylor. Ah, there it is. Okay. But I I was looking at the MLB did their by position. Mm-hmm. And I saw that would take just too long. Um, I think Kike should start. I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Or, with Bellinger's shoulder, do you move Bellinger back to first base... Play Betts in center field. Move Kike to right and Muncie to second. That's that's another option. As well too. I mean, Dave Roberts has the ability to kind of plug and play as as necessary with Bellinger kind of being maybe on, on the mend or, or or in considerable pain. And also too, you can get Chris Taylor out of the lineup, who is not you know no slouch of a player, but I, he's I been struggling. He has been struggling, but I think it would be best if you put Kike in there to start for sure. No, I agree, and I'm a, I like Kike. I've liked him since he came up. I mean, he was on the team five years ago that played the Mets in that division series, uh, that classic five game, which I still can't believe that was five years ago. Um, so let's get into the bullpens, uh-huh. and I'm going to tell you straight out: I really believe that Tampa Bay's bullpen is far superior to the Dodgers. Only because they had to burn Urias for so many innings last night. Right. And you, and right now, as far as I'm concerned, you really don't know what you're getting from their closer, Kenley Jensen. And I don't even know you can call him your closer at this point. I, I agree. I've had it. I have not been high on Kenley Jansen for a while. Um, it, it seems to me at this point in the year, maybe not this year because of not that many innings, but at this point in the year, the ball starts to stay flat. Because I've seen him against the Mets in May when the ball is darting. That cutter is just diving. This time of year, it stays flat. Bregman, a couple years ago in the World Series, that was a flat cutter. That base hit to win that game. Um, So, we both give the advantage in the bullpen to Tampa. Right. How much do you think other starters are going to have an impact on this series? I.e., Urias being out of the bullpen as opposed to in that rotation with Walker Bueller and Kershaw. Um, having maybe, not having Charlie Morton on game three. I mean, it, 
because it's a seven-day sprint and there's no time off, this is unlike anything we're going to see probably for a while. We're not going to see a pitcher be able to go one four seven. It's just not physically going to be possible unless there's an opener. Right. So, so I could swear I was looking at it. There are no, you know, no off days. No off days. Okay. Today's the only off day. Then they play Tuesday through whenever they're done. Okay. Interesting. I was looking at it and it showed as Thursday is an off day. So I was like, oh, maybe they get one day off in between. But maybe now that now that the playoff or the World Series is now set, uh, there is no day off. I'm taking a look at the bracket. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. It shows Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Friday. Maybe they do get an off. Day. I thought they didn't have any off. They didn't have any off days in the LCS. Yeah. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Tuesday again if necessary. Tuesday, Wednesday if necessary. And, of course, the Dodgers, having the best record in baseball, have the home field advantage, which it's in the barn down in Texas. There's really no home field. Um, did you like having fans again? It was a little weird because San Diego did not have fans, but Texas did. So. They did it for the league championship series because they can now uh-huh. control the amount of people. Okay. Uh, each team had only so many uh, so many people per uh, per team could come in. i got to do something real quick. My mom and dad are watching on you on their TV at home. Go for it. My mother asked where my twin was. Here, mom. He's right here. You know, I have lost weight since I took that picture. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so we give the rotations are even. We give the bullpen uh, to Tampa. Uh-huh. The Dodger lineup is scary. The Dodger lineup is powerful and underrated. They have speed. Mookie can fly. Muncy's not slow for the size of him. Bellinger can run. Seager can run. Justin Turner is an absolute truck. Yes. He was a truck in New York. I miss him. But he's an absolute truck. They've got some speed. Even the kid, even the catcher's got decent wheels. Will Smith can run as well, too, yes. So I think that's where the Dodgers are going to win this thing. First of all, if they turn this into a home run derby, the Dodgers are going to win this thing in a runaway. Oh, yeah. But with the wheels, I think the Dodgers can take advantage of a few things. You're throwing Mike Zanino out there as a starting catcher. Uh-huh. Not the best throwing catcher. And again, the catchers on the Tampa has not, they haven't hit well, but they've received well. So in my opinion, do you need that more than you need these guys to be Piazza? You need him to be able to receive a, a staff to get you to a World Series. So I'm giving the edge to the Dodgers in the lineup. I'm guessing from your reaction, you're the same. 100%. Okay. So that brings us to the bench. And I think they're about even. I'll give a little bit of uh, an edge if Kike doesn't start. Right. To having him off the bench. But I think they're about even. I mean, you're, if you start Brandon Lowe at second, you have Brousseau on the bench. If you... I'm not really familiar with a lot of Tampa's guys. But they were able to plug and play all year and have the best record in the American League. And oh, by the way. Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts together make more money than that entire payroll. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's, embar- it's really embarrassing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. No, I mean I get it. You're 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 right. I mean it's it's just kind of almost uh, almost looks out, outlandish that one team is like paying two players more than the entire 
organization. It's not so much outlandish. I'm a purist. We've talked about this. I'm a purist. My favorite moment of the 2015 World Series was, unfortunately, after Cespedes got hurt in Game 5, when it was Conforto, Cespedes, Granderson, Wright, Flores, Murphy, Duda, Darno, Harvey. Eight out of the nine dudes on the field came up through the Mets organization. I love that. I adore it. And when we get into hot stove and everything, I'll tell you some other things I love about the Mets being able to do that. But I think if Kike doesn't start, the Dodgers have a bit of a tick up of an advantage. Um, because you can bring him off the bench to play multiple positions. He's productive. Uh, he's got a little bit of wheels on him. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he was playing center field in Game 3 in City Field five years ago. They're talking about playing him at second base. And uh-huh. we forgot, Jock Peterson's a DH. Exactly. And, and not to mention, who he hasn't had a you know, outstanding playoff, but A.J. Pollock is your starting left fielder, who's no, no slouch in my opinion. No, he's not. So. Oh, man. I want Tampa to win. Are the Dodgers getting this thing done? You know, they better because I, I have a lot of hot takes, I guess you can say, if they don't get it done because you, there's no reason not to. I mean, and I'm not saying they should walk over Tampa Bay, but I'm saying that you should be able to do what what you need to do to get over that hump to get the 2020 World Series uh, by beating a team that, in terms of payroll, in terms of your talent, it's clearly better, I think. Oh, I agree. When you're talking about Aziz Arena being your middle of the lineup guy and you've got Bellinger and Betts and Turner, they are the more talented team. What they're not, and this sounds like the old Minnesota Twins, the early 2000s, Tampa just doesn't make any mistakes. Uh-huh. They don't. They don't beat themselves. And unfortunately, a lot of teams now beat themselves handily. Look at Atlanta. So... Another quick point on that is yeah. too, and this is this. I guess this is something kind of off topic, outside of you know them actually playing. You have to think: are they are they there mentally? Are, are do they know that they're in, obviously they know they're in the World Series, but they they've kind of been bitten in the World Series a couple of years now already, and in the playoffs, as, as a matter of fact, will they get over that hump? Will will they be able to put everything behind them now? That's kind of going on in 2016, 2017, last year, all that good stuff. Or does that linger at all? He lets it say you make a mistake or two. Does it linger? I don't think it lingers for the Dodgers. Okay. And here's why. This is a team that's out to prove that Houston only won because they cheated. I mean, let's be honest. They weren't beating the Red Sox in 18. It just wasn't happening. No, that, that's true. The, their year to win it was 17, and a lot of people, rightfully so, feel like they got screwed. Unfortunately, it kind of is what it is, and I know they wanted Houston. I know they wanted Houston. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, they did. Absolutely. The problem the Dodgers are going to have, it's kind of like, this is going to sound very derogatory, and I don't mean it to, but it's just the only thing I can come up with. It's almost like Tampa's too stupid to realize where they are. And they're just going out and playing the game like they were playing with their buddies, and that's how they're doing this. I mean, I just, I, I just feel like they, they just don't grasp what they're within four wins of doing, and that is a 
big, big plus for them. Right. When you think about it, they're, they're kids, and they're going to the ball yard to play like a pickup game with their buddies. That's kind of how, how, they, how they operate when they're out there on the field. They're you know, high-fiving. You know, the, the, the raw emotion is there when they get a clutch hit. You know, a Rosarina cranks into their bomb. So you're absolutely right. In. Here's something that people don't remember. You know, Tyler Glass now and Garrett Cole were in the same rotation, right? Uh-huh. Pittsburgh. Tampa traded Chris Archer for Tyler Glass now. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Archer is hard, hot garbage. I can't stay. He's so bad. I mean, he had a couple of good years in Tampa, but that was in Tampa. a long time ago. He's even bad in the baseball game on the on the PlayStation. <laughs> so you brought up the Dodgers and having to get this done. Uh-huh. Dave Roberts get fired if they don't get it done. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, there's no other recourse. Really? No, no, absolutely not. You just signed Mookie Betts to a half a billion dollar deal, and granted, I know he's not the team, but he's kind of supposed to be that spark plug to get your team over that hump and you don't get it done uh, I I don't see how you, you don't fire somebody. It's got a role somewhere Who's the better manager, him or Kevin Cash? Mm, I probably would have to say Kevin Kish, honestly Yeah, I, I think so too and it's no disrespect to Dave Roberts because he's a great manager no. um, but I don't think Roberts gets fired if he loses the World Series. And here's why. For the Dodgers to lose this World Series, their big money talent has to not show up. Bellinger, who's going to get a huge extension as soon as he's eligible for it. Seager, who's going to get a huge extension as soon as he's eligible for it because Justin Turner's going to come off the payroll soon. Your $30 million man in Clayton Kershaw, if the boys don't show up, and Tampa just outplays them. I don't think you can fire Dave Roberts for that. If it is, hey, I'm going to go ride a bullpen arm for the fifth day in a row because I just feel like it, and it blows the series, yes, then you fire Dave Roberts. But if his boys don't show up or Tampa just puts the clamps on him, I don't know if you can fire him. The guy has been to the World Series three times in the last four years. The last time the Dodgers went to multiple World Series in multiple years, Tommy Lasorda was their manager. And that was in 77, 78, and 81. I don't think Dave's going to take the the hit for this. I don't think Donnie Baseball should have taken the hit for 2015. I I, I agree with you, too. Although I love the job he did with the Marlins. And they'll be there again. I have have no doubt about that. I, I I don't disagree with you. Until unless Jeter screws it up somehow, that's another story. Exactly. All right, it's prediction time. Prediction time. Here we go. So I, I want, want you to give. You, oh, without, thanks. Without giving any any insight as to like where I'm leaning, I'm going to give you where I'm leaning. I'm going to give you who I think is going to win the World Series MVP, and I'm going to give you my dark horse candidate for for that too. So, kind of think while I'm telling you about what where you would be with this. 
I like Tampa in seven. Okay. I don't think the Dodgers can beat Glass now twice. And he's going to pitch one and six. Actually, with the day off, he'll probably pitch one and five and be with Johnny Holstaff in game seven. That front end of that rotation is going to win two games. It, and Blake Snell is due to have a big game. My World Series MVP is actually Brousseau. I think he's going to be huge. I Listen, he hits well against the hard throwers. He stays within himself. He doesn't go crazy. If Brousseau plays more than one game, I think he's going to win the MVP. He's my dark horse, but who I think is going to win the MVP, it's going to be Tyler Glass now. I think Tyler Glass is going to throw a beautiful game tomorrow, and I think he's going to win game six, game five or game six, too. And he's going to pitch in relief at some point in time. Because Morton and Snell and Glass now, they want this thing, and they're going to get it done, and the arms always win in October. Tampa Bay in seven, Tyler Glass now, World Series MVP, my dark horse. is What's his first name? What's Brousseau's first name? This is bad. I don't, I don't it's know. not bad. It's a guy who doesn't play. It's not Ben. That was an old player. Yeah, hold on. Now, now I, he might be watching this right now. And I gotta if, if he is watching this right now, I'm going to tell you right now, that ball you hit off Chapman brought lots of smiles to my face. Mike. Yeah, Mike... Mike. That's why he's going to win it. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, Mike Brousseau is my dark horse. And listen, that at bat against Chapman just absolutely put me in his corner no matter what team he plays for. That was phenomenal. So I got Tampa in seven. No. Hat, hat, tip, you, hat tip to you for making the decision. And also, too, going back, he got a little revenge on uh, Chapman for getting buzzed, I guess, earlier. And Threw right over his head at buck uh, one. There it is. So, all the revenge he needed in cranking that shot, and and Chapman knew it right off the bat as well too. It was just he's like, such a stiff. <laughs> I can't stand yeah. Chapman. I was never a fan of him, and especially when he went to play on the north side for the Cubs, he was just you know just not my cup of tea. Was Rajay Davis your personal hero for a few minutes? He he was he was up there up there with he like, turned forty for, yesterday. Oh. Did he? Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. The cake was on there and everything. Oh, man. He was hit, he hit a bomb off of somebody for the Mets last year in 2019. And he came up, he had to take an Uber from Pennsylvania to get to the ballpark in the third inning, got in his uniform. Callaway goes, you're going to hit. Dung. Hitters hit. Exactly. That, that's, that's the only way to put it. But who who you got, Alex? Prediction time. Prediction time. I was actually thinking about this, talking about it with one of my coworkers. It's only right for me to say Dodgers in seven. I'm going to say seven because I, I think that Tampa's going to push them every which way possible. And I think you're absolutely right with that pitching. The pitching is going to test this Dodger offense. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of, you know, look, call third strikes and swinging strikes. So I'm, I'm willing to say Dodgers in seven. My MVP, probably Max Muncy, just because I think he's due. And obviously he's done well in, in the past series with uh, against them playing the Braves. But I think he's going to have 
an explosive uh, World Series performance. And my dark horse, my dark horse, hmm. I'm going to say Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. I like it. Outrageous game and get his uber redemption, which is what he really needs because him and October are just like oil and water. So I, I think he needs this. And if, if, if he's going to put the Dodgers on his back, I think there's no better way than to go out there. And I'm not saying he's got to go seven, eight, nine, but if you go out there, pitch five, maybe keep them to one hit, you did your job and you let their offense take to the rest. No, I hear you. So let's mark it. Alex has the Dodgers in seven with Max Muncy as his presumptive World Series MVP and Clayton Kershaw as his dark horse. I have Tampa Bay in seven with Tyler Glass now as my MVP and Mike Brousseau as my dark horse. So, Alex, we're going to wrap this up now because I'm getting tired. Um, <laughs> so, tell everybody where we can find you and what's coming up soon on your show. Oh, you can find me all over the place at Row 7 Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to listen to my podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher. on uh it's been a blast i always enjoy talking baseball with you uh we can talk baseball in the dead of february because you know that's what i really need when the weather is terrible here in chicago so um yeah that's 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 where it's at man well thank you so coming up on big recon this weekend we start the double dip saturday morning big recon's buckeye pregame as we preview the 2020 season and get into this week's matchup against nebraska my boys are a 21 and a half point favorite i cannot wait till saturday afternoon um and then of course every sunday will come at you other than bye week with brown's pregame on sunday hopefully it's not an absolute beating like it was this week i have promised that i'm going to tell you this one i am going to do a lebron jordan episode Ooh. oh oh you're not going to like it. No? <laughs> no. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'll tell you this, and I don't want to get too far off off base. I'm obviously, Chicago guy, I'm, I'm a homer for Mike, without a, without a doubt. But after watching this performance in, uh, in the NBA championship, he's, he's going he's gonna to knock Mike off. He's going to knock Mike off, that, off that, that podium that he's on, that, what? on that pedestal. I, I agree, and I made a promise when I started this two years ago is that I was going to do this based on this statistical fact, and I'm going to bring it, and it's going to tick people off, and I would love to get feedback from you once I do. It's going to be the next couple weeks. Sure. Um, and then, as always, uh, Big Recon can be found. Proud member of the Timeskew Podcast Network at timeskew.com. Google, hopefully it doesn't open up again. When you said well, you were on Google, it opened up on my phone. Uh, <laughs> On Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Pocket Cast Radio Public, here on both YouTube and Facebook, Big Recon on Sports, at Big Recon on Sport on Twitter, and of course I throw the links up on the Big Recon Instagram page. Alex, we will do this again after the World Series. The three of us will get together, we'll get go over what's coming up in the hot stove, and yeah, we're going to talk baseball in the dead of winter, I promise you that. Perfect, perfect. So no, thanks. No, no other recourse. Exactly. Exactly. So thanks again for having coming on, you guys. That when you and Tone come on, I absolutely love every minute of it. I say we're going to go a half hour. We're almost at thirty six minutes. Um, there, you can't. You can, we can't put a timer on this. this <laughs> not when it's not when it's this. Timer on the game. Ex- we don't put a timer on ourselves because this is a game that has to be played to the end. As is this show. 
And unfortunately, we're at the end. So everybody, have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you over the weekend for Buckeye and Brown's pregame. And we'll see you soon for the Jordan-LeBron debate. Can't wait. Have a good night, everybody.